Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. They use terms like we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. This was the very thing the Founding Fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, it must use the full power of centralized government. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape. This is the last stand on earth. On this beautiful Sunday morning in the Northeast, this is your Samurai Silver Report. I'm your host, Garrett Goldberry. My co-host, Dr. Kirk Elliott. That's KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash SGTSAM. Go check them out for the 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, and your purchases of precious metals. And then our new sponsor, MyPatriotCigars.com. Promo code SGTSAM, 15% off your entire order. Uh, Nicaraguan tobacco, if you like a good smoke, go check them out. They've been getting raving reviews. So uh, go over there and help out a fellow patriot starting a new business and uh, enjoy a smoke on us. All right. So uh, just getting right into our, our uh, economic report for Monday. So, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody saw Joey Basement's uh, 60 Minutes thing last night, I'm sure. And uh, the economy's doing great. Inflation's not bad. What are you talking about? Just went up an inch. So uh, me and Doc are here to debunk that. <laughs> well, I mean, pretty much. I mean, when I whenever I hear reports like that, I think, oh, my word, what are they smoking? And and it ain't the the nice cigars from Patriot Cigar Company. It's oh something. no, it's, it's not. some purple haze that they're <laughs> they're dealing with. But it's, I mean, I'm I'm not even joking when I hear stories like this. And and Joe Biden, three weeks ago, saying, "Hey, inflation in July got a number for you, zero. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh come on. I know, even your own people said it was eight and a half percent." But but his his stupid rationale was oh, some things went up, some things went down. The net effect is zero. Well, yep. it, okay. The the things that went down were the stock market, the bond market, your investments, right? The things that were went up were everything that you spend money on. The net effect is not zero. Not <laughs> at all. It's in fact more like twenty four point eight percent unofficially is is inflation. Unemployment yep. truly. This is where they these these numbers that they say are so jacked up because unemployment is not three point seven percent. When you yep. add all the people that are so stinking discouraged that they stop looking for work, I mean, you add them back into it. You add the people on disability. That's at twenty four percent. One out of every four people in America is not working. Now, here's where you start to when you add all of that up and you add these these. Uh, you don't even have to add the bogus stories, and they're bogus stories, right? But but you add in the real stories of real fund managers like Ed Dowd, former um, asset equity fund manager at BlackRock. Mm -hmm. You know, we hate BlackRock, right? Can't stand him. Um, part of the globalist financial empire. But but he got out of Dodge. But smart cookie to actually even be a fund manager at BlackRock. <clears throat> well, he said it's mathematical certainty and he's, I've, I've done interviews with him before, and he's a very smart 
and brilliant guy, right? Just mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and it's like, even I'm in awe of somebody and it's hard to impress me financially, (laughs) but, uh, but I was in awe of him. It's like, this guy is smart. He said mathematical certainty that the global financial markets will collapse in six to 24 months. Okay. You hear a comment like that. And you hear a comment that, that former Congressman Ron Paul said the same exact words collapse. Right. And he said, what, what we have to do is get, we have to, Actually, oh, let, I want to see his his exact word was um, liquidation is absolutely necessary because a collapse will come. So liquidate what, right? Yeah. And what causes the collapse? You know, you see all these headlines and it's like, okay, nice little saying. What are they just trying to sell something? Are they trying to strike fear into the hearts and minds of people? What what would cause a statement like that, which is what I always look at, because there's a lot of people saying a lot of things and probably shouldn't believe most of them. Right. But but so I always look under the covers and try to figure it out. Well, these two happen to be right, because what causes growth in the economy is people working, uh, people spending money, okay. manufacturing, manufacturing. Right. So because if you manufacture stuff, there will be stuff for people to buy. If there is no manufacturing, people aren't working and there's no money to spend. Right. So you add all that together. The U.S. economy is really sick, which is why they say a collapse is coming, because if people aren't working and people aren't spending money, then corporate revenues are not high enough to keep stock prices up and you will see a collapse, right? This is why. And you'll see more people losing their jobs because these corporate companies that everybody relies on won't have money to pay their employees. Right. And then, okay, so so those th- three three things are very fundamentally strong reasons why markets grow. But but then add to that higher taxes. Ooh, now people have less money to spend. Add to that higher inflation. Ooh, now people can't afford the stuff that they're spending money on. So you you add all of that into the picture. And yes, this is why the words collapse are, are coming around. So what are the markets telling us? You know, because they will tell us the truth a lot mm-hmm. of times. Um, last week, the stock market had a 1,200 point down day, right? A few days before that, there was a 500 point down day, right? You're you're seeing now, um, and and please don't don't get me wrong, right? It's like nothing goes straight up, nothing goes straight down, right? And yep. and you're, it's gonna if you look at a chart, you know, it's gonna look like a saw, saw blade, right? It's gonna yeah, have, it's, 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 it's just jagged, 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 but yep. it's trending up in an upward market, or it's gonna be jagged, 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 trending down in a down market. Well, the stock market's trending down. And what you hear on mainstream media are the hardly any news about the down days, but you hear massive news on an update. Ooh, the stock market's up 400 points today. Biden's plan is working, right? Or something like that. They, they don't talk really about it being dropped 1,200 no. the day before. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. Nope. Or that it was down 1,700 points for the week. Or that it's down 30% for the year. Um, you know, And we're on pace for a 50% stock market. Just if the trend keeps on. Mm-hmm. Through half of the the ninth month of the year, we're down over more than thirty. We're on pace for a fifty percent reduction this year. Why? Again, ask the whys, because people aren't spending money, people aren't working, prices are going through the roof. So even the cost of manufacturing is is going up. And and when when CEOs were were there's a poll last week about CEOs' mm, outlook for the for the future, right? 
Well, well more than um, half say that they're going to be laying people off over the next 12 months. Half. I mean, is, is this, the, does this give strike confidence into the heart of you or anybody watching the show that I think the stock market's going to rebound like Biden's saying, like this, this guy on the, on the TV just said, ah, inflation's not persisting. It's, you've got it under control. When half of CEOs who see the bottom line, when they're looking at their balance sheets, they're looking at their income statements and saying, there's not a lot of money coming in here. In fact, we're, we're going to have to probably lay off, you know, you know, half of the half of the ones said we're going to do layoffs over the next 12 months. Well, I just saw the news from it, it was a little bit of news last week about Bed Bath and Beyond, mm -hmm. you know, how they were going to close some stores. How many stores? Most of them just came out over the weekend. It's like not some, most yeah. of them. But here's where the the I think one of the strongest leading indicators of what the what the future of the economy looks like. Came out on Friday, FedEx. Okay, FedEx, largest shipper in the world, right? Well, their, their earnings in the last 90 days, the last quarter, were down 33%, yeah, which tells us that people aren't shipping. If, yep. people, if they're not shipping, people aren't buying, right? Yep. So, so they're, they're going to shut down like 90 FedEx stores, six corporate stores, and they put a freeze on any new hires. Because they, if they were to put a freeze on any new hires and and they are the shippers of the world, right? I, I bet I bet UPS is going to come out with similar numbers. Yep. I bet DHL is going to come out with similar numbers. DHL might even look worse because they tend to ship globally. Well, the global economy is sicker than the U.S. economy, and the U.S. Yep. economy isn't even healthy, right? So, so as you, but but we're talking about FedEx. The other is just my speculation. FedEx is real. They just came out with the numbers. Their stock got hammered 20% downward on Friday alone. Because that it is to me, it's not an official future indicator, you know, indicator of where things are coming. It's an unofficial one, but when the shippers of the world, nobody's shipping, that tells me the economy's really sick. Right. Now so, I have a I have a question for you, Doc. Mm -hmm. So with all that being said, I mean, you make a lot of valid points here. And, you know, do you think that it's coming down so much, but you think it was inflated so far that this is really where it should be? Because we had such, you know, astronomical growth and we had all this stuff and everything. And But we were all saying the whole time, I'm like, this is fake. Like this is this is pumping the book, you know, cooking the books, pumping the numbers for so many years with inflation, with you know, the value of the dollar. Like, is this really where we're at globally? Well, I think I think that it is. So uh, you know, if you look at a, a long-term chart of like the Dow Jones industrial average, right? So it, it's gonna go up and it's gonna go down and it's gonna go up and down, and it's been trending up for a long time. Well. If you look at the years 2005 to 2011, you know, it was going up until then, 2005 to 11, for whatever reason, just saw like a saw blade, a but it started yep. to go just sideways, mm -hmm. just a, cons it's, it's called a consolidation period, right? And then in 2011, it started to just shoot through the roof, right? It, it's like, okay, enough of spinning our, our wheels in the wet clay, right? Let's just, you know, stimulus money, whatever it was that caused it. It was stimulus money is what yeah. caused it. It, it shot through the ceiling. Well, in a correction, 
whenever you find those basing patterns, that's where it wants to correct too, right? So, so after that, everything that you see on the chart where that where it starts to go straight up and it, the growth really was accelerating, all of that is excess based on debt. The stimulus money is based on debt. It's not real economic growth, right? Mm -hmm. So when it corrects, and this is what Ron Paul was saying last week, needs to be liquidated. What needs to be liquidated? The debt. What was what was produced by the debt? The stock market, right? So these markets need to correct. They need to be liquidated. So what does that mean? It means there's, yeah, there will be mean? this correction that we're on that we've seen 30% so far this year. How far is it going to go? This is what people ask me all the time. It's like, well, the charts tell us it should come down to that basing pattern, which was the low of the base pattern was 9,000. The high was 13,000. Mm -hmm. So the Dow, even on the high end, let's just say the high end, give it, give it the benefit of the doubt, should come down to 13,000. That's still more than a 60% correction from where we are today at 30,000, right? Yeah. So, so I, this is where, this is where people loved the debt going into the system with stimulus money, keeping their 401ks, IRAs propped up, right? And people love that. But when you run out of other people's money and it's time to correct it, well, then people hate it, right? Well, you have to take the good with the bad. You can't just take yep. the good and then not, not want the bad. It comes, it comes naturally, right? So, so if markets were just left to grow on their own without stimulus money, that tells us that we'd be somewhere above that 13 to 15,000 range, you know, it would just be growing slower and more natural, but human nature, it, you know, I we want it now. It's a microwave generation, right? We yeah. want it fast. We want it now. now. We want more of it. Instant gratification. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where we are with the stock market and it, it has to correct. Um, so does the bond market. So does real estate. See, real estate was, was just exploded for the last decade because interest rates were held artificially low. Now that interest rates are going up to slow down the inflation that they created with funny money, well, now the real estate's going to hit the skids hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it just it just has to. I'm not trying to be a prophet of gloom and doom. I'm just talking. No, it's just, it's just reality. This is the yeah. reality of the situation. And I think people got too used to politicians and everybody lying to them to make them feel better for so long that they've had, you know, the rose colored glasses on for so long, because we've talked about this and we talked about it last episode where like, you know, you're seeing people still spending, still buying, still doing this, like, especially in, you know, our Metro areas of where we're at. Um, but you're seeing, you know, across the board that people are starting to slow down. Um, but I think, you know, the reality of the situation is nobody wants to believe that, you know, the United States is going to go through another, you know, Great Depression or anything else. But like you said, history repeats itself. If you look at the charts, this is where it's got to correct to. And we're kind of on this path back down to this. So what did the people in the Great Depression do to protect their wealth? Well, number one, they they cut down their spending. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which, I mean, is, which is which is something that just seems like a ludicrous idea right now, right? Yeah, I mean, there, there's flip sides. Uh, a, you have to do something wise with the money that you've got. B, the money that you're spending when it looks like times are tough. Well, it, it just seems like common sense, but yet it's not common sense. Just slow down your spending. Mm -hmm. I mean, sir, if 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 you okay, a stupid example, but if if you don't have enough money to go buy a new pair of jeans and, and your, your belt's getting really tight. Well, don't eat so much. 
<laughs> I true. mean, it's you're true. also going to have to go buy a new pair of jeans to go up mm-hmm. to the next size, right? Yeah. I mean, we we do things when when we want a different result. You want a different result with your finances. A, slow down your spending. You know, change it. Mm-hmm. Um, B, invest properly. So this is where. We've talked a lot of, of negative on this show about the stock market coming down, bond market, real estate getting hit hard, but it's all because of fundamental forces that drive growth or drive shrinkage in the markets. So what does grow given these kind of times that we're living in, gold and silver? I mean, literally uh, last Monday, silver was up 5% in one day. Yep. You know, the end of last week, we have we had some really good up days. You had a couple down days in there, right? That's the sawtooth, right? Yep. But the trend, it's going up. And so I would encourage everybody, um, you want to put a smile on your face. You want to protect and preserve. You want to minimize risk, maximize return. Buy silver right now, literally. Buy, I wouldn't even buy gold. Mm-hmm. And I love gold. I think gold is amazing. I, I think in times of political chaos, inflation, unsustainable debt, gold does great. But silver is just simply outperforming. Mm-hmm. And it's doing great. So, so allocate into silver. And when we do that, what happens? Well, it, let's just say silver were to double or triple the rate of growth over the next of gold over the next two to three. Well, I, I was going to say quarters, but I would say 12 to 18 months. Okay. okay. So if it triples over the next 18 months, we sell our silver, we roll it into gold. What did I just do? I got you three times more gold than what I could have purchased today. By by waiting to buy gold, by leveraging silver, which is growing faster, I can get you free gold down the road, right? So yep. it's not that I dislike gold. I love it. I just want to get you more of it. More and bang we for your buck. silver to get there. Yep. More bang for your buck. And I, yeah. I know we've talked about that. And, you know, we try to explain it to almost ad nauseum at times, but it's because... You, like you said, you love gold, but you're saying silver because fundamentally you're taking your emotions out of it and you're looking at the trend and saying, okay, what logically makes sense in this situation? Yes, like the ideal is to eventually have as much gold as possible, correct? But yeah. you want to leverage different items to, at a lower price to be able to purchase and get more bang for your buck in the long run for us simpletons yeah. out there like me. Yeah. yeah. I, well, <laughs> simpleton, it's just mm-hmm. you're you're like me. You're, you're a frugal spender, you know, you're, and we've talked about this. You mm-hmm. live below your means, live in a smaller house than what you, you could probably live in. Right. Mm-hmm. You spend, you don't spend frivolously. And what do you do with that excess? You, you invest into silver, right? So this should everybody I, I wish could live below their means and, and invest because these times we can't change them. We yep. can't change these trends, but you know what? You can identify them and act accordingly. Mm-hmm. And this 100%. is why you and I are shouting this from the rooftops to anybody that will listen. And we're not going to get these kind of time. We're, we're, we're living in a time right now where we're seeing the collapse of a system. We're seeing the collapse of possibly a currency system. We're going to something new, political chaos, where things are being done. We're even talking about the change in everything as we know it economically moving towards a central bank digital currency, mm-hmm. not just in America, but in 90% of the central banks globally. All that that will do is do nothing for inflation because you can mine digital tokens just like you can print dollars. There's no backing behind it. There's no backing. It, it makes no difference. They're going to say it's going to help fight inflation, but it won't do anything. 
Mm-hmm. All it is is a digital version of the paper asset. But what it does bring that's ugly is complete people control, yes. complete transparency of transactions. They'll know what you buy. They'll know what you sell. See, when you buy gold and silver, it's a get out of the system kind of a currency. There, it's You take delivery of it. You can bury it in your backyard. You can use it for barter if need be. But that's like zombie apocalypse. If things, the wheels fall off, you have yeah. something. But in the meantime, you're allocating into the strongest investment growth of, of this generation. And that's what we want to take advantage of. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, you know, there's there's countries switching back to the gold standard all over the world. You're seeing you're seeing this happen in real time and you can either get out of the way of the train or hop on the train. Yeah. You know, so I think I think we did a good job today of uh, breaking it down. So, guys, go to. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com forward slash SGT SAM. Like we said, if you don't have a lot of cash to purchase the precious metals, but you do have some money left in your 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, they can take care of all of that. It's a simple form online. It's free consultation. doesn't cost you anything. Um, and I don't want to sound like a salesman, but you know we're trying to put you in the best spot financially to preserve your family's wealth and be able to make it through these, you know, the tsunami of economic chaos that is coming at us with from every which angle. So, and then. Also, check out MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code SGTSAM, 15% off your entire order. They got the Moabs, the Hellfires, et cetera, all different signs. Um, Three-year uh, three age minimum Nicaraguan ta- uh, tobacco. It's for all you cigar heads. Go check that out. Great reviews. Um, I should be getting my samples this week, so I will be able to give them out you know to all my uh, uh, cigar aficionados around this area so i might even pick it up who knows who knows we'll see so but once again thanks again and uh listen on all major platforms i think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. They use terms like we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. This was the very thing the Founding Fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, it must use the full power of centralized government. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape. This is the last stand on earth.